Hello, Josh Codinet with you on a proper worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. Today, a special edition, a look back at Afropop divas. Over our 30 years on the airwaves, we've met so many talented female artists. But you have to ask, what makes a true Afropop diva? Well, it's a combination of virtuosic talent and a larger-than-life personality. And today, we're going to hear from a few who definitely make the grade. Umu Sangare, Cesaria Evora, Um Kalthum, and Marie Dawn. First, Mali's Umu Sangare from our program Wasulu Divas Live. You've heard Umu Sangare a lot on our show. Well, we obviously have a special place in our hearts for her music and for Mali in West Africa in general. Kicking off the show is Umu Sangare live in New York, looking more resplendent than ever. Tall, strong, serene, dressed head to toe in a powder blue robe. And what a band she's put together. Listen to sounds of the Kamelingoni harp played by Benogo Giacite and the lead guitar played by the amazing Baba Sala from Gao in the north of Mali on Afropop Worldwide. Merci beaucoup.
Wow! Umu Sangare and her killer band recorded live by Afropop Worldwide at BB King Blues Club and Grill in New York City. Just Collinet with you. Coming up, Cesaria Evora live. the bottom line in New York City, 
Cesaria Evora performing Nrim Reforma, Pension Money. The lyrics are a warning. Before you think of talking sweet to me, know that I'm no dupe. So don't think you can fool me with your innocent way. Don't come and play sweet. I can't be had for cheap. Be careful, my friend. Old men nowadays spend their pension money on young girls. Okay, I get the point. Don't mess with Cesaria. Next, Cesaria sings another Belleza composition, the title track from one of her landmark French releases, Miss Perfumado. Me, 
aos parados Já vou sabia nem a cintura o temer Estava influída, está dançando tchá 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 Está dançando tinguiçá, venha curpir-me vagar Estava influída, está dançando tchá 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 Está dançando tinguiçá, venha curpir-me
One of my favorite songs by the immortal Cesaria Evora. You can find more information and features on our Afropop Divas special today at afropop.org. I'm Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. Okay, our next Afropop diva is the immortal Um Kalthum, the voice of Egypt. When we were in Cairo in 2011, stuck in one of the city's legendary traffic jams, our driver often had an all Um Kalthum, all the time radio station playing to calm down his nerves. concert hall in downtown Cairo in the late 1940s. On the stage, an elegant woman stands before an orchestra. She wears a full-length dress and clutches a handkerchief close to her breast. Her long hair is tied in a modest bun behind her head, but her fine jewelry suggests a woman of wealth. She stands perfectly still as she sings. But when she reaches a musical cadence that touches a nerve with the audience, they can barely contain themselves. There is no mistaking this as a performance of Egypt's immortal Um Kulthum, without question, the greatest Arab singer of the 20th century. Hello, Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. This hip-dip edition, Um Kulthum, the voice of Egypt. You've heard me sing the praises of this extraordinary artist before. Well, today we're going to convince you. And to help us out, we have Harvard University's Virginia Danielson, author of a brilliant Um Kulthum biography, also called The Voice of Egypt. been asked before to try to find some kind of cultural equivalent in the Western world for Uncle Thum. I mean, it's exceedingly hard to do, partly because the separation between classical art and popular art is not so great. Biographer Virginia Danielson. 
If you took a musician with the competence of an Ella Fitzgerald, with the pure musical chops and ability in terms of rendition and improvisation, and combined that with a public persona such as Eleanor Roosevelt, a very dignified public figure who clearly had the good of the masses at heart in most of her enterprises, and then you give that public figure the audience of an Elvis Presley, you will have Uncle Thun. Wow, that's serious. Ella, Eleanor, and Elvis all in one amazing package. Maybe you're starting to get the picture. Um Kulthum lived and performed through tumultuous times, British colonial rule and the coming of independence in Egypt, the partition of Palestine, a succession of wars, and fierce debates about how Islamic societies should and should not look to the West for inspiration. All that intensity seemed to rub off on Um Kulthum, But before we hear her story, I want you to listen to her voice. Open your ears and your heart and experience its sheer emotional power. All the music in this program was recorded in Egypt, mostly between 1926 and 1960. Sometimes the audio quality isn't all we'd like it to be, but the performances, my God, just listen. This is Adith Alru, The Speech of the Soul, a song she performed near the end of her life.
Wow, Egypt's Um Kulthum from a 1967 performance of Adith Al-Hu with words by Pakistani poet Mohammed Iqbal and music by the great Egyptian composer Riyad Al-Sunbati. Georges Collinet here. You're listening to Afropop Worldwide's hip-deep edition Um Kulthum, the voice of Egypt. Like all great Arab musicians, Um Kulthum was a brilliant improviser. But her inventions were no flights of intellectual fancy, the sort of thing you would hear from an oud or kanun player. For her, improvising has to do with the poetry she was singing. She always used her voice to help listeners experience the meaning of the words. Uncle Thum's voice was a very strong voice. And what's particularly important is that it remains strong from the bottom of its range to the top. Issues of soprano, alto, tenor, bass don't apply. One sings in what a Westerner might call chest voice from top to bottom. Coloristic variety was introduced by such things as falsetto, but only if it were used ornamentally. If one had to use falsetto just to get the note, that's a flaw. But as an ornamental device, falsetto could be very beautiful, and also an intentional hoarseness, or baha, that implied great emotion. And this was also a quality that, if deployed properly, was very, very evocative. This is a song from the film Salama, and if you heard the way Um Kulthum's voice broke on that high note, well, that was no accident. That's Baha. Another quality Um Kulthum used to great effect was Hana, what Virginia Danielson describes as sweet nasality. Moving around from one resonance to another was very, very expressive. And if you listen carefully to Um Kulthum's singing, many songs would manifest this, if not all of them. She was able to manipulate resonances very quickly. If one tries to do it oneself, one can find out how hard it is to shift rapidly from one place of resonance to the other and to create this wide, coloristic palette that she had. from our Hibdi program, The Voice of Egypt. All right, our next Afropop diva is Maridon, the brilliant creator, singer, and songwriter of the early 90s world music sensation, Zap Mama. Here, Maridon is reinventing herself. Sing along. It's a jam-packed night at the Highline Ballroom in New York City, and an unusual collaboration is taking place. 
Zap Mama, the shape-shifting vocal group created by Marie Dawn, is joining forces with New York's own princes of Afrobeat, Auntie Balas, and the crowd is loving it. Maridone has journeyed far and wide, from her birthplace in the Congo to her youth in Belgium and her global career as the creator of Zap Mama. We caught up with her in the lobby of a New York hotel when she was touring with the latest formation of Zap Mama. She told us it was great to be back in the Big Apple. Not long ago, she made this city her home for over a year. Because I was here in Harlem composing and I choose Harlem because a lot of African, West African there. And then when you were walking in the street, you could hear the African music and at the same time the old funky and the hip hop. All this fusing, eating um, fish from an African uh, restaurant and after going to the movie and merging all this culture together, Harlem was the perfect place. The perfect place indeed. We'll come back to Zap Mama's collaboration with Antibalas. But first, the songs Mary began composing in Harlem will be part of a forthcoming album called Flashback to Present. Marie also traveled to Benin and immersed herself in the music and culture of Vodun. It was the Harlem-Benin connection that inspired her. And I said, again, I'm going to make that bridge. This is what I have, being in Harlem, feeling the dignity of uh, African and then American merging. I said, okay, I'm going to compose around that. Flashback to present is why I like to make a link to Afropia. And when I started, the sounds, unknown, forgotten sound from Africa. And now it's a flashback to present. There is no way we have to return. What I want to say is that we are the ancestors of the future and return to Africa, we have done this. We all return to Africa, doesn't matter if you're black, white, we all return there because now we know that we're all coming from there, blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay, what we all gonna do now will serve the future. Let's kick off with a flashback to Zap Mama's start as an all-female a cappella group. Here's a track from the Breakout 1993 release, Adventures in Afropia. J'examine et je fume Moi la carabine, ça me dit je vous ai là Ma poitrine, je m'incline Je vous fais signe, je vous dis Catch, 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 catch,
Zap Mama from their early days, merging the forest vocal sound of Central African pygmies with a cool jazz vibe. Wow. Back in 1993. She was on Afropop Worldwide way back then. Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide's Africa in America, ladies edition. Mary Dawn told us that as Zap Mama evolved and began to incorporate American musical influences, she got pushback from fans. I've been trapped in this vision too. When I start a cappella and all this African dress, and then when I start to merge with American music, people complain and say, why you are not exotic anymore? And I say, why do I have to stay exotic for you? Why can I not be exotic for myself? American was for me exotic. As we know well, Africa and America come together beautifully in Afrobeat music, especially when performed by the New York band Antibalas. When the idea of a Zap Mama Antibalas tour came up, Marie wanted it to be a collaboration, not just a double bill. Calling Mario, Zap Mama, Creating something is like uh, doing a band with another, and no, no. I think it's, we need to be powerful, and uh, we start a show with all probably rhythm with the breath, and then one instrument come, and then we start singing, and then one of them arriving playing an instrument, and then we merge with Manu Galo, who's gonna be uh, at the bass. And after the horns come to uh, meet our horns, adding the female vocal to their very masculine uh, setup to open it more. And then we do my song, we do their song, and and after we do a cover of Fela. Marie mentioned the phenomenal Ivorian bass player and producer Manu Gallo. This woman is something else, and she was along for this historic collaboration. Let's hear a bit of Manu Gallo and then Zap Mama and Antibalas with the song 1000 Ways. Let me zap you with Manu Gallo. Mm-hmm. 
plus par contre. Tenez, non oh. Ivory Coast.
Zap Mama with Antibalas in a rare and wonderful collaboration. Thank you for listening to our fantastic Afropop divas, Umu Sangare, Cesaria Evora, Um Kofum, and Marie Dawn. You can find lots more information at afropop.org. Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Humanities, the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and PRI, Public Radio International affiliate stations around the U.S. And thank you for supporting your public radio station. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. And we're proud to announce the debut of Season 3 of our Afropop Close-Up Series, starting this week. So be sure to subscribe on afropop.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us next week for Cape Verde Sounds, Heard and Unheard. This program was mixed at Studio 44 in Brooklyn by Michael Jones. Banning Air, C.C. Smith, and Akornefa Achia edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of operations is Ben Richman, and I'm Georges Collinet. PRI Public Radio International